So where's my jacket? Oh, I must have left it at James. We spent the night at James, did we? Well, yeah, but we reversed positions, so there was no funny business. Reversed positions? Yeah, you know, head to toe. So what? Your genitals are still lined up. No, because I slept with my back to him. August 5th, 2012. Hello, everybody. Hi. <laughs> Welcome back to Twip. <laughs> the hell? It's so funny. <laughs> Twip's hilarious. <laughs> no, it just... <laughs> There you go. I don't know what's wrong with her. <laughs> you said there was a herd of crickets outside. I just thought, a herd? Grazing a herd. on flesh, yes, but it wasn't that funny. <laughs> they don't graze. What? A okay, the grazing, all right, but flesh, really? They don't really graze it. It was a joke, they you see. They have crickets. And you laughed at it, therefore it succeeded, so what's your question? I, I don't... <laughs> I have no question. Then what's your deal? I don't have a deal. Then what's going on? Well, you just asked me. Well, I don't know. I'm sorry. So am I. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah. Let's talk about some stuff, shall we? Great opener. Better than what you are you know what that going was? with. A you great are segue from <laughs> cricket herds. <laughs> you know the best vehicle for herding crickets? The segue. It's true. Someone <laughs> with art skills out there needs to get on that. Really? I want a picture of a people herding herder? crickets on a segue. On a segue. As they graze on flesh. Oh my god, I feel old. What? Segways. Old? Yes. They're just, just, they were cool like a long time ago. No, they were never cool. Well, okay, that's that's true. They were somewhat popular. I don't know. All right. That makes you feel old? I don't, that doesn't make sense. Dude, I knew someone with a Segway like years ago. It's not like they're from aught two. Okay. 19 aught two. I guess they are kind of from aught two, but no. But just a long time ago, all right? But it's Come not on. like they're hundreds of years old. It makes what's no next? sense. Let's, what's on your post-it there? Stuff that's it? more important than this crap Why we've been babbling about. I was trying, it. and Please? you got off on okay. your segue. Yes. That was you riding not, by on your segue. That is actually not what they sound like. No, that's what you sound like on your segue. You make that noise as it rolls by <laughs> to entertain yourself. Oh, I see. There she goes. That was nice. <sighs> Three minutes into the show, let's get to some news. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay, so uh, I want to mention that our Francis Smith and Jennifer Smith are stepping down from their roles as associate producers from Pendant, and they did a whole lot of work for us for very many years, and so I want to say thank you very, very much to both of them and wish them nothing but the best in the future. Yes, thank you very much. They did awesome, awesome work for a very long time, but you know, time to move on, things change, people move on, and that's totally fine, so that's cool, and they, were, they did awesome stuff. So thank you very much, both of you, for all of the years of work you put in. Yay! And um, we also, we kind of touched on this last episode, uh, but we didn't specifically explain it. And we should. See, I forget with TWIP only every two to three weeks now. I'm forgetting stuff that we're not mentioning. But um, Val Dom is stepping down as editor of Seminar 
She wasn't on the show for that long. I think it was six, eight months, something like that. But um, she got a new job and doesn't have time to keep up with them anymore. And she felt really bad that it was taking her so long to get to edits. So uh, she decided to step down. And uh, Susan, here, this lady sitting next to me, me. is uh, taking over that You may have noticed already. Yes, we talked uh, uh, quite a bit about seminar last episode. And Susan was going on and on about about it and suggestions for you folks uh, who are submitting scripts. And so that would be why she is taking over the editing duties on that show. That's right. So, yeah. Well, I had I had a note here on my little post-it. Oh, it, did you? It's related to that. And that we have been getting more seminar scripts in since that last trip. So that's very exciting and very cool. Yes, keep Thank sending you, awesome. them in. Thank you, awesome. There should have been a comma <laughs> in there. Thank you, Awesome. Not thank you, no, awesome. No, that's a semicolon for sure. Mm, perhaps I was just thanking Mr. Awesome. Oh, that would be a oh, little different. Totally awesome. Totally. To have some of all scripts in for the show. Yes. So, um, but yes, we definitely want more, more, more. So keep them coming. Susan's very good about her uh, feedback on the scripts lately. She's been working very well with people, I hear. Oh, you're hearing good things, huh? From you. Oh. <laughs> Well, <laughs> Telling of you what a great you job like you're doing. Good things from me. Yes. And yes, I I'm not quite caught up on the whole you know backlog because there were some scripts in there that Val hadn't gotten to yet, and I'm working my way through, and I'm almost through. But um, if you're not sure if you have, like, if you sent in a script in the past and you didn't hear anything back, then go ahead and send it into scripts at pendantaudio.com, and then I I'll let you know if I actually have it or not, or and if I don't, great, because I will read it. Again, or for the first time, since if Val didn't get to it, maybe it wasn't read. So, you know, you know what I'm saying. So, just submit you. more seminar scripts. Yes. Keep them coming, folks. Sure. Keep them coming. Mm-hmm. Keep them coming. Okay, maybe you should stop saying that because it's getting creepy. All right, let's uh, mention one of the other biggest things that has happened uh, recently. Yes, Genesis Avalon was... Um, I guess nominated, no, announced at, there we go, as a finalist in the 2012 Parsec Awards. Congratulations, yay! Very exciting. Congratulations to Kat and Laura and everybody working on the show over there. That's awesome, awesome. Uh, Dixie, of course, was nominated last year, so it's very exciting to have uh, uh, Genesis Avalon be a finalist this year, and hopefully we'll finally, this will be finally be the the time we win or something. That would be really cool. Oh, stop saying this will be finally the time we win. Maybe it would be. Well, in any case, it's awesome. So congratulations to Kat and the entire cast and crew of Genesis Avalon. Yay. We'll also mention that uh, this other big news is that uh, we have decided uh, to cancel Pendant Backstage. Uh, It will no longer be a show in and of itself on its own, but it will still go on, and we're going to tell you how. Here's what we decided. Uh... Uh, I had a bit of a talk with Colin Kelly and Jack Kalk, who were the two hosts of the show. And uh, we decided that what we're going to do is incorporate the segments of that show into TWIP, but in slightly different formats. Yes. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to ask you folks out there, you listening, to submit your questions in to TWIP. Now, there'll be a little form on the website at pendantaudio.com slash twip.php. And right from there, you actually, it's already up, and you can submit a question for an interview guest or just a general pendant question for any specific person or about any part of production or our shows or art or editing, whatever, any kind of question at all. And uh, what we're going to do is um, 
Hopefully, we're going to try to start lining up interview guests a bit earlier, and we'll let you know who those will be. Unfortunately, I don't have names for you now, but keep an eye on uh, Twitter, Facebook, and and uh, the mailing list on Yahoo and all that good stuff, because we'll be announcing that stuff coming up soon, hopefully. But if you have questions for the guest who's going to be interviewed by Jack, you can submit them, and Jack will choose a bunch of them to actually ask the guest during the interview. And for any other questions you submit in, we will either get an uh, answer from the pertinent person in pendant, or if it's a production-related question, and uh, like if it's something a lot of people are asking... Uh, Colin Kelly is going to host a sort of roundtable discussion with uh, pendant writers or directors or producers or whoever your question pertains to and uh, get you guys a lot of good information. And we'll put that in in place of an interview every so often in the show. Right. These are all going to be just kind of, you know, occasional value added things. Exactly. Exactly. But the bottom line is... We're going for more interactivity in TWIP, and all the interactivity you got in PBS where you got to call in, we're going to incorporate into TWIP now. So go to pendantaudio.com slash twip.php and start submitting your questions. Yes. Uh, even though we don't have a list of a few upcoming interview guests for you now, if you have a question for a specific person in Pendant, let us know. Send it in. If they're going to be coming yes. up in an interview, we'll incorporate it, or maybe we can just get a, a one-off answer from them for you to play here in TWIP as we go forward until their next interview comes up. And any other general production questions or whatever, you know, you might inspire a whole discussion with a bunch of uh, pendant people that you'll get to hear right here on a future episode of this here show. So, But all of that needs your questions to go forward, so go submit them! Yes! Right? Right. You could have a little more enthusiasm. Come um, on, exuberance! Yes! There you go! Yes! All right! All right! Yeah! Woo! Woo! Oh. That was, wow, exciting. Okay, okay. Now that we've recovered. Woo! Uh, I wanted to mention that um, right before the previous episode, uh, when it was too late to mention, I think, or maybe it was after again, I don't know exactly when it happened. I should write dates down, but... <laughs> At some, some point, point. <laughs> recently, merchandise went up in our pendant store for uh, AeroQuest Dynamics from the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater. So you can stop by at uh, pendantaudio.com slash store.php and check out all that awesome AeroQuest Dynamics merchandise if you are so inclined to own some of it. You now may. You now may. That's right. You can join Dixie and Frank and Freudenberg and the whole battalion, you know, and feel like you're an AeroQuest member, work there. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I pretend when I pull out my AeroQuest stuff, you know. Okay. Going to work for Frank and he doesn't pay very well, but he talks kind of funny, so you love him anyway. And um, I'll stop. Wow. All right. You just, okay. It's just, you know, it's cool if you're a fan of the show. Like me. <laughs> yes, I'm a fan of the show. That I Are you? Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I would never have guessed. I kinda like that show. It's weird, right? I gotta find you some pajamas with little planes. <laughs> That's exciting. Okay, the last thing to mention is once again I would uh uh we would all appreciate it if you'd stop by and leave some reviews for our shows on iTunes. Uh, some of our shows still don't have very many and we could always certainly use more and the more reviews we get, the more people that find our show on iTunes, which is really cool and helps grow the audience. So excellent. Yes. Stop by and review some stuff. Would you let people know what you think? We'd really appreciate it. It would be really nice. Thank you. 
So, um, what? Can I ask how you leave a review on iTunes? Because I never, I, I, I don't know how. Well, see, in iTunes, you uh, would log in as you do when you're purchasing music or a TV show or but something see, from iTunes. I don't. ITunes. I just push the button on my phone to buy it, and it's like password, and I put it in, and it's like done. Right, the password, and you have a username, and if you do that, then you're signed in. You see, and in iTunes, if you go to the podcast page. For the show in question, if you wanted to leave a review for one of our shows, you go to that show's page in iTunes, the podcast page, and there's a link right there that says write a review or leave a review, one of the two. So I do this within iTunes? Yes, and then you can leave it uh, between one through five stars. I heavily suggest five. It's very good. And um, then you can write out anything you like and uh, leave some comments for people. And you can read the other reviews that people have written. And you can also go through those and it'll ask you if those reviews were helpful to you or not. And so you can put yes for the good reviews and no for the ones that make no sense. So we would appreciate you doing <laughs> like that as that well. There's only two types of reviews, <laughs> good ones and ones that make no sense. Right, because we certainly <laughs> wouldn't earn any bad reviews here at what? Pendant. No. No. <laughs> And the last thing to mention here is... You okay? <laughs> it was like, and... and All right. And then shut down and you rebooted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to explain what happened because it will save myself work <laughs> later on. Okay, here's what happened. I really liked the way that last segment ended with us both going, no. And I thought that was going to lead into the interview, right? And that would be perfect to lead into the interview. But I forgot a news item. So I turned on the recording thing again, and I was going to talk about it, and then I thought, I'll try to insert it into the previous bit somewhere Uh before all that other stuff we talked about, but I needed somewhere in there to say, and the last thing we have to talk about, which is how I started this one, and then my brain froze, (laughs) as you all heard right here, and I'm not going to cut it out, because I'm way too lazy for that. Okay. So... Um, that's what happened. So just pretend you heard this before that last great segment. Okay. Yes. Okay. I just wanted to mention that in the episode, uh, the Kingery episode coming out this week, the season five finale, you will hear a brand new theme for the Kingery written specifically for the show by Tom Stitzer. How awesome is that? This is totally awesome. It is totally awesome. It's like scoring for the show. He wrote it just for the show. And... Uh, it's got some uh, uh, loops and stuff he put together, and there's even him in there playing the electric guitar live. He recorded it. And because he's such of... a nerd. It's awesome. And, oh, I'm going to tell you, you Tom. it's really earwormy. It, like, gets in. I was, like, humming it for days okay, afterwards. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> I so, know anyway. you're really high on it and all. Oh, man, that song gets me so high. Ooh. Just don't overhype it is what I'm saying, okay? I'm not really overhyping cool. it. I'm appropriately hyping oh. it. Okay. Yes. You're very loud. In any case, it's a great song. And thank you so it much, is. Tom, for doing it for us. It was awesome. And uh, you'll folks, you'll folks, you'll folks. I said that like three times. Yes, My you brain did. is shutting down. It's <laughs> the craziest thing. You're this de- coming Wednesday. You, this coming Wednesday, you will hear it in the new episode. Okay. Very good. Thank you. Yeah. And now we have to go to the interview. We don't have that awesome ending from the last episode. It was all right. Or from the last segment, not episode. That led into it. That what did we we did I don't even remember what it was now. Maybe you should just stop talking. Together. Right. We said something together and we were Oh, with the iTunes reviews. Right. Right. You're giving me this look like I'm like a five year old talking it's, nonsense. It's okay. Oh it's all right. Everything's fine. We're going to listen to the interview now, okay? 
Virginia, USA, home of Christopher Stodther, whom you know as the director of The Kingry, Thomas Davies in The Line, Timothy Arthur in Genesis Avalon, and from his work on Seminar as Joey in Rockabye Parts 1 and 2, Old Jeb in Screen Door, and the writer of The End of a Beginning. Welcome to TWIP, Chris. Hello, Jack. How's it going? It's all right. How about you? It's going. It's going. It's going. Eh, That's all we can ask. Um, Better than not going. Let's start with... Why won't this list work? Okay, there we go. Let's start with Kingery, because you were on Kingery for a really long time. A couple seasons, right? Yeah, two uh, two seasons. Um, four and five. And, which, which, uh, which I think is a record. I think that's a record for uh, Kingery directors. That, that, can't, that cannot be a record. Yeah, because Seth directed it for like a season, or maybe half a season. I think Perry directed it for two. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry, Perry. Yeah, I... I I would have been still on it, but, uh, you know, I had a baby in November and it just, or in October, end of October, and it's just been murder trying to squeeze together any free time. I, I will refrain from making any jokes about you personally having the baby. Oh, yeah, um, it was very hard, I, you know. <laughs> the whole medical thing, you know, medical miracle, I was in all sorts of newspapers, not really, but... My wife would have liked that because then she wouldn't have been in pain. <laughs> right. Um, so let's let's talk about King Ray because King Ray, you in particular have a lot of R-rated roles where you do a lot of crazy things or not or R-rated work, I should say. Oh yeah, I guess I do. <laughs> you you have gotten some amazing. You've gotten some very amazing things to direct on the King Ray. Yeah. Yeah. You um, you had some very interesting scenes. At least I, I don't have to say that I wrote them because then I, I might be a little ashamed. But, you know, mixing them together, I'm not that ashamed because somebody else wrote them. They came up with the ideas. Just your job to execute it. Yes, I just had to execute it, which is not nearly as bad as writing it, I think. Eh, maybe it is. <laughs> Would you say you have a favorite scene from working on Kingery? Uh, yeah, my favorite scene is definitely the one where Major beats the crap out of Richard Casto in the bathroom. Isn't that like every episode? I'm sorry. This is the second time I've ripped on Richard Casto, and I love Richard <laughs> Casto. Um, but oh, I oh, ah, yeah. It mm. was. Uh, I think it was the uh, season four finale. If it wasn't the the finale, it was the the uh, episode right before the finale. But it was basically oh, yeah. just a. Uh, it must have been like a six minute, you know, seven minute fight where it was just. You know, the direction was, you know, there's grunts, but pretty much Major is just beating the crap out of this guy. And it was just a bunch of ad-libs from uh, M. Ciro Garcia, who plays Major, and Richard Castro was just grunting the entire time. And <laughs> throwing all the sound effects in, because they're like, uh, she throws him against the wall, she slams his head into a uh, uh, porcelain sink, and it cracks. And then she beats the crap out of him with the uh, the sink, So, and then tries to drown him. <laughs> Yeah, good times. Oh, good times. Uh, would, would you say there was a very difficult scene that you had to work with on Kingery, the most difficult scene you had to do? They were all difficult. I mean, I, I probably <laughs> overcomplicated them uh, half the time. And, uh, you know, it, uh, at the tail end, I was getting a lot of help from a lot of other di- uh, directors. Jared uh, Page, in particular, uh, helped out with the last couple episodes. And, uh, um, I mean... Yeah, and Jeffrey helped out with some too, and uh, a bunch of other people helped out. But I was always amazed that they could turn around these episodes relatively qu- quickly because it takes me a, a while. Because I'll go through the same scene like multiple times, and then you know just play with the the stereo sound field and. 
play with different sound effects to give it more body, and I guess I'm a perfectionist when it comes to that. But mm-hmm. uh, I understand that. Uh, it was just uh, I'm gonna miss it. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I'll be able to come back uh, in the future when the the baby can take care of himself. So what's that? 18 years? No, 16, 12. I don't know. <laughs> I'm 18. I'm 18 years old. I can't take care of myself. Um, <laughs> So yeah, we'll we'll see you in twenty five and uh, have fun. <laughs> no, uh, hopefully when the kids go back to school and uh, uh, whatnot, uh, I'll have a little bit more free time to uh, either come back and help or do something. Speaking of the other things you do, I guess that's a really weird transition. But Thomas Davies, yep, who has had some of the certainly most graphic scenes in the line. Yeah, I'm gonna miss him. I'm gonna miss him. And, and you know they continued like season three, one of like the second scene, him and Phil are in the bathroom. Yep. Um, would you say you had a favorite moment playing Tim? Uh, Tim Thomas. Um, actually, I really enjoyed playing Thomas all the way through. Um, Chris Britton wrote wrote him very well, and uh, after like the first couple times where I had to start doing that R-rated stuff. It was, you know, uncomfortable at first, but then I sort of fell into a, a track, and I really loved the character, and he definitely allowed me to really grow as an actor because I, I'd never done anything like that. And it's basically, you know, porno audio. <laughs> oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I really, I really, I, I was really sad when uh, the line was ending because that character was definitely one I looked forward to uh, recording every month. Would you, would you say there was a incredibly or there was a more see you'll notice there's a pattern with these questions would you say there's the most difficult moment playing Thomas the first time that uh, he had any sort of relations was uh, difficult because I didn't know what to draw on and uh, after I did that scene you know uh, I had talked with my wife and uh, we had discussed where I could pull some uh, uh, I guess background material so I, I I could get more into the frame of that character so no I did not uh, watch uh, porno on uh, uh, internet or anywhere else but uh, you know it was just good talking to my wife about it and she helped me uh, uh, grow that part of the character a lot refrain from making a joke about the word grow yeah. uh, Timothy Arthur would you say Timothy Arthur, who had a three-episode arc in Genesis Avalon at the beginning of season three, um, and is part of that cast that has been Parsec nominated? Congratulations, cast and crew of Genesis Avalon. Yep, congratulations. Yeah, Cat um, and Chris are awesome in that uh, writing that. So I, I've always loved that series. So it was uh, it was a great honor when Cat uh, uh, contacted me and said, "Hey, I got this part. Would you be interested in playing it?" And I was like, oh, my God, yes. I, I don't even have to think about it. Yes, I'd be interested. And then uh, she's like, oh, but he's got a British accent. I'm like, oh, I don't have a British accent. So I ended up working with Chris uh, uh, a bunch Britain. on developing a British accent, which was hard and fun at the same time. So, ah. Would you say you have a favorite moment with Tim? Yeah, I, I, Tim, is Tim again, is fun all over. But whenever he has any sort of... Uh, physical slapstick comedy like when he gets his foot stuck in the bucket when he's trying to sneak those are the types of moments I loved with him because 
that kind of uh, um, uh, reading of the script is is very well easy for me because I can you know stick a bucket in my little sound booth here and then actually step in it or even I can visualize really well with that so anything where I can visualize a physical uh, transformation or a physical prop uh, helps me grow and it's just fun doing like getting punched in the face god anything like that of course sometimes I actually punch myself in the face so it's not not great yeah. mm. I use I use the uh, Jim Carrey method it, it is not the uh, first time a pendant actor has been hurt doing fight scenes <laughs> and it will not be the last <laughs> We can ask Dragon X Blink about that one. Um, but yeah, I know I know that's something Tom Stitzer's talked about before. With It really helps to visualize what's going on in the script. It's, it's, if you've got a very clear picture of what's going on, it, just, it, it can only help you. Yep. Uh, let's talk about uh, Seminar. Okay. You were uh, Joey in Rockabye, which I believe was your first role, um, which makes me proud. Uh, actually, not really Rockabye. Ah, gross. But uh, you you were in Rockabye. How was how was that for you? Well, that was a long time ago. I'm not even sure. I, remember. I just remember that I, I was crazy because somebody yeah. wrote me crazy. Well, well I you wonder know, who that could be. I have no idea. I have no idea. Could have been me four years ago. Yeah. Nah. Could have been. Possibly. <laughs> Moving past Rockabye, let's talk about Screen Door. Oh God, that one. I remember that one because again, it was a long time ago. But the uh, casting call was for a really deep voice, and I went with a very deep voice, and I had such a hard time holding that voice together. I will never do a voice that low again. because <laughs> It's not that it hurt my voice, it's just that it it strained my voice enough that uh, I couldn't stay in that deep, deep voice uh, uh, for very long, because as you can tell, my voice isn't very deep here, but when I go really low and I'm talking like I'm some old dude who's uh, whatever. That I'd be even deeper than that for the um, for screen door. But mm-hmm. again, it was it was a good growing experience of knowing. Oh, here's where my limit is for my voice. I can't go much deeper than that, and hold it and sustain it. Mm. Uh, and uh, yeah, moving moving on to the end of a beginning, which you wrote. Yep. Uh, that that was kind of a departure for Seminar because I think that's the first real high fantasy kind of story that had ever been done in Seminar. I mean, uh, Times Quartet had touched on that, but End of the Beginning was really the first one with like a wizard battle. Yeah, again, um, it's perception. You know, audio, it wasn't supposed to be high fantasy. It was actually supposed to be modern time. Oh, because, uh, whoops. I was, I was, uh, well, you know, everybody uh, visualizes it differently when they hear it. But uh, uh, I wrote that entire script during my commutes to and from work. And I just basically had a recorder and started uh, dictating the, the story. And then built off of it uh, uh, when, I, when I actually put it to, to paper. But it, it started off with watching, what is it, uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice and the Dresden Files. And I was like, man, I need to, I need to do something magical, you know. So uh, I started building a world based on that. And then I basically took the coolest part of the story that I had written, which was a, a lot longer. And I was like, all right, I, I'm going to try and make this a seminar short. And then I basically chopped it down and then 
Bernadette M. Gross was the editor at the time, and she's sending stuff back to me saying, like, you need more uh, more story with it. And I'm like, all right, I don't want, I, you know, the story is actually, you know, hundreds of pages long. I need to just give enough story so that the little action piece uh, fits. Has enough context. Yeah, it has enough context. And I, I have a bunch of those stories, like, in my back pocket, but. Yeah, I haven't. I don't. I don't have the time to elaborate on them or uh, even uh, define them into something that can be uh, sent in the seminar yet. Mm-hmm. Well, like you know, it's the thing about holding on to stories is that you can hold on to them. They won't go away. They'll they'll be around forever. You know, unless you delete them. God, I deleted. I had some great stories from when I was in college because I pretty much took like three or four semesters of creative writing at uh, Virginia Tech because they had a creative writing class and I happened to get a great uh, couple teachers and I had all these awesome stories that I had to write and they were awesome and I loved them and I lost them and that pisses me off you know I had so many great stories but they were all on paper you know they weren't this was god this was back before computers were in everybody's classroom or in everybody's dorm room this is where, you know, the computer I went to school with cost me like, or actually, it shouldn't say cost me, cost my parents four grand, and now uh, people's watches are more powerful than them. <laughs> mm-hmm. So oh, That sucks. You know, uh, but I don't know. I, I went through this phase of writing stories where I would essentially take an old fairy tale and then twist it around, and that that's pretty much what I did uh, for one semester and then another semester. It, it, it was awesome because the teacher gave us what he wanted us to do. And he was an accomplished author too. And I would, if I could remember his name, I would, I would plug his name. But he was awesome in that. Uh, and he actually, eh, uh, he helped me develop a lot of, of, of my writing abilities. But of course, Pendant hasn't really seen any of my writing abilities because I got stung by the acting bug. <laughs> I understand. The acting bug's fun too. Oh yeah, it is. It is definitely fun. I mean, each each is fun in their own way. But you know, when you when you can't direct, when you can't really, when you don't really have a lot of parts, then the, the writing comes in because it allows me to express that part of my creativity. Hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's the nice thing about writing too. At least for me personally, it's not. I mean, maybe it's different for everyone else, but it's not as big a time commitment as directing is necessarily which isn't to say you should put a lot of you shouldn't put a lot of time into it but it's it's a little well I, I, easier to do on the fly you don't have to like sit down and be like i'm gonna do this much and it has to be done you know well that, see that's where I, for some people that might work for you that may work great but for me i have to be organized in my writing because if i'm not organized i will just i can't organically write. I'll just tail off onto some subplot and never be able to make it back to the main plot. Okay. So, so I have to actually sit down and, you know, outline what my story is going to be, where uh, where I am at the beginning, where I'm at the end, where each subplot takes off, where it gets resolved. Otherwise, you know, I'm screwed because I will go off on a tangent on myself and end up so far away from the uh, main plot that uh, there's no way to reconcile it without, you know, an extra hundred thousand pages. Right. Well, th- thank you for joining me, Chris. All right, no problem. Thank you for having uh, me. And you guys can catch Chris around. 
I, I, when, when's your last episode of Kingery? Uh, my last uh, episode of Kingery, uh, well, I'll be in the last commentary, uh, which is uh, the season finale of, episode, of season five, which is coming out oh, great. soon. That is the next one. That comes out in three days. Yeah. We- season five, episode 12, Illumination. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview. It's over. Coming out Wednesday, August 8th, the season finale of The Kingery. Season 5 finale. Woo! Next time on The Kingery. Will the Sector 88G Marines be offering any assistance in stopping the outbreak of violence? This is a matter for the local police, and I have no desires to step on their jurisdiction. Our Marines are only deployed for military operations. If I may, ma'am, this ship lands at the Kingery Spaceport in ten minutes. I advise all of you to stay on board and keep your heads down until I disembarked. I will deal with this problem, swiftly and personally. Put the gun down, Tom! I don't want to hurt you! Lies! La Master Cube leads Le Major into my realm! I must save my people! Wait, 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 wait. What does that mean? Tiffany, go to your room now. Flip the bed, the dresser, everything you can. Get them up against the door and then get behind the safe in your closet. Mom, what am I... Go! And do not come out until one of us comes in to get you. The Wand of Illumination. J'ai pour vraiment conquérir le majordème. It will bring such beautiful pain. Only at PendantAudio.com I am Tommy Arkell. You hear me? Tommy Arkell! Coming out Friday, August 17th, episode 46 of Seminar. On the next seminar, sometimes the journey is more important than the ending. I journey there to claim that source and return it to my king. Much more important. We're going to San Diego, babe. I told you I was never going back there. Episode 46 of Seminar premieres on July 20th, 2012, only at PendantAudio.com. La la la, the show is almost done. Yay! (laughs) Okay, that's the end of our show. That's it! So, we're done. Yes, we are. Which means you folks are done listening in like a minute or two. Sure. And then you may go about your business. Which hopefully involves stopping by PendantAudio.com slash twip.php and asking some questions. We like questions. That was a knee slap. I don't want anyone to think I was like slapping Susan or something. That was... it was just... You can't tell it's audio. It's just... I'll be good, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> My Maybe. knee hurts. That way. No, it's because I was slapping it. Oh. <laughs> now they're going to be like, he wasn't slapping his knee at all. That's why she was confused. <laughs> I was, I swear to you. Oh my God. This is a mess. <laughs>
Let's get out of here. Be sure to stop by the website at PendantAudio.com, the Yahoo group at groups.yahoo.com slash group slash Pendant, the Live Journal community at community.livejournal.com slash Pendant Audio, the Facebook page at facebook.com slash Pendant Audio, the Twitter feed at twitter.com slash Pendant Web, and the Tumblr at PendantAudio.tumblr.com. We'll see you back here in two weeks. This is Susan Bridges. And Jeffrey Bridges. Thanks for listening. No Susans were harmed in the production of this twit. Ow! Too bad you're not a Susan. Trip's hilarious! <laughs>